Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. My name is Wendy Myers, and you can find me on LiveTo110.com, but only go there if you want to live a long, healthy life and learn how to do that. You can find this video podcast on the YouTube channel, Wendy Live to 110, and I've got all kinds of other videos on there, the Modern Paleo Cooking Show, and lots of other different kinds of instructional videos, and the well over 100 episodes of the Live to 110 podcast, so definitely go there and subscribe. Today we have Igor Malevsky on the podcast today. He is the designer of Pure Effects filters. These are the water filters that I use myself and that I recommend. So we're going to be talking all about water filters. I have I get hundreds of questions every month about what kind of water should I drink? What kind of water filters do I use? Should I drink in plastic or glass? And so many questions. So we're going to be answering all those on the podcast today. Please keep in mind that this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition and is not a substitute for professional medical advice. The Live to 110 podcast is solely informational in nature, so please consult your healthcare practitioner before engaging in any treatment that we suggest today on the show. And I am finally about to launch my new health program called Body Bio Rehab. I'm thrilled that it's finally going to be launched on May 1st. That's our target date. It may be a little bit delayed because there's always so many last minute details and we're trying to make it just perfect. Just, I'm a perfectionist, so I want it to be just right. And this is the program I've been working on for months. It's all about diet, supplementation, exercise, uh, stress relief improving your sleep and detoxification. It's a pretty comprehensive program and it's a very good deal. It's going to be $49 and you can uh, get, you're going to get access to all the different modules that teach you the very basics about health and also a basic supplement plan that everyone should be following that I give to my personal clients that I work with and it's going to be giving you a 30-day meal plan. And this is a, a great jumping off point to try the paleo diet and see if it works for you and it's a program I've been working on for a long time and it encompasses all of the information that I've learned over many, many years that I've been studying nutrition and health. And so I just wanted to bring it to you in a nice, tidy little package. (laughs) So go check that out at bodybiorehab.com. Our guest today is Ivor Malevsky. He is the owner and head innovator at Pure Effects Filters. You can find these filters in the Live to 110 store at store.live2110.com. This is a U.S. family-based business which manufactures water filtration systems with some of the most necessary and sought-after features in water filtration. Igor's natural love of harmony and nature has driven him to understand chemistry and biology since his very early years, and he's had about 19 years of experience in working with water, uh, which has taught him that even the slightest disbalance in your water can hurt organisms. And uh, after seeing that there was really no single water filter that could address all of the issues and known problems in our water supplies, including radiation, fluoride, drug residues, chloramines, uh, disinfection byproducts, etc., Igor, together with his wife, began to strive to create a water filtration system that met all of these needs. And I found the same thing in my research. I just have not been able to find a water filter that does everything until I found Pure Effects water filters that was recommended to me by a friend. And these are the water filters that I use and that I always recommend to all my clients. So I wanted to have Igor come on the podcast and talk about some of the issues 
issues with water filtration and dispel some of the myths uh, about certain filtrations and just really give us all the answers that I know all of you listeners are looking for. Water is a substance of life and we have to drink clean water if you're going to be healthy and live to 110. Igor, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Wendy. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got into designing water filters? Okay. Well, you know, I've always uh, been into biology, uh, nature. You know, I I love uh, plants, animals, and I've had a lot of experience taking care of uh, aquarium fish, you know, salt water, fresh water, you name it. And one thing that has taught me over the years is that if there's something just slightly wrong or off with the water, fish will get sick or they'll die or they won't breed. Uh, So the first lesson in my life that I learned is that water is crucial uh, to, you know, even the smallest organisms. And then I carried that over uh, into taking care of my own water as well. And this is over for (laughs) 19 years of my life, and which has brought me to this point. But um, definitely uh, water has been a major uh, factor in my life. And I've studied that to find uh, what's wrong with it and how to solve that. So when did you start Pure Effects Filters? Pure Effect Filters uh, was started, the company was created in 2009, and uh, we launched the website in 2010. Oh, okay. And so five years now. Okay. Yeah, and why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, why we want a water filter? How, how toxic exactly is the water coming out of, our, out of the tap? <laughs> you know, I don't want to scare you listeners, but uh, we need to be aware of what we're putting in our bodies. Water being one of the most abundant substances, um, it's pretty bad. Um, the more you look, the more you find. And, you know, that's certainly what my experience shows. Um, you know, the water treatment centers do a good job with what they're given. Uh, not required to look for all the new emerging contaminants like drug residues or uh, you know, certain radioactive contaminants and um, there's new disinfection byproducts that are coming about like MDMA, which is a result of chloramine disinfection. So um, the water contains all types of uh, chemicals, heavy metals, uh, fluoride, disinfection, disinfection byproducts. Uh, you have all those mixing together, creating potentially new and unknown chemicals. Uh, you have microorganisms that survive this infection, kind of like uh, antibiotic-resistant bacteria. You know, they, they disinfect the water, so the bacteria become stronger to resist that. So yeah. now that's another issue. So it's all, it's a pretty big mess. So definitely, uh, you know, a water filter will solve that. How do medications get into the water? Well, it's excreted from people when they go to the bathroom. Uh, it's also when people flush their pills into the toilet or when drug companies flush them illegally into the, uh, into the sewer system as well. And, uh, you know, Associated Press did a study on that and they've tested, I believe, 30 or 40, 40 million um, uh, water districts that supply 30, 40 million people. And they found there was traces of heart medication, you know, anxiety medication, hormones, Um, Of course, highly diluted, but, you know, still some medications are meant to work at very diluted uh, concentrations. So 
this is definitely a, a problem. I know. I guess there's some people innocently making some lemonade and they've got all <laughs> kinds of medications with their... All of a sudden they're feeling strange, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it just blows my mind that people still drink tap water. I mean, I, I've done a lot of research on it, but it's uh, pretty inform- any easy information to get that there's so many toxins in tap water. It's just, it's insane to drink it. Absolutely insane. Oh yeah. Once you become aware, you realize this is not water. You know, this is some kind of medical cocktail. Yeah. Yeah, so why don't we talk about the chlorine and fluoride that's added to the water in most municipal water sources and how this impacts health? Well, chlorine is, you know, it's a double-edged sword. In one aspect, it's there to help, you know, to prevent your water from growing algae and bacteria before it gets to you so you can have nice, clean water. And then the other aspect is that it actually, it's a disinfectant, so it's meant to kill bacteria. And... um one thing I've uh, read and researched is that there's potentially can kill the uh, probiotics in your stomach because it's a, it doesn't you know select the bad guys. It can also target the good guys, you know the good bacteria. Um, that's that's the double-edged sword aspect, and also that uh, it mixes with organic matter in the water, like uh, decaying leaves or some other things, and it creates byproducts, which is new types of chemicals um, like chloroform. Uh, trihalomethanes and and others that are also have been found to be not very good for your health. So, you know, what are you going to do? You have to disinfect the water, but then you have to deal with the consequences, you know? Yeah. Uh, So that's chloramine and, uh, excuse me, chlorine and chloramine. Those, those are the problems with the disinfectants. Um, Fluoride, uh, fluoride is highly controversial, as you may know. And there's more and more credible research pointing to the fact that fluoride is not good for you. And I agree, it's not. Um, Not the type that they're putting into the water. Um, There's a natural form of fluoride called calcium fluoride, which is naturally occurring in nature. And that seems to be benign for the most part. However, uh, when it comes to the synthetic fluorides that the districts add, uh, those tend to be uh, the ones that are of concern. There's been lots of studies by credible people, doctors, scientists, that found that it inhibits uh, certain enzymes in the body. Cholinosterase is one of them. Um, it, it also affects the mind. There was a recent uh, research by Harvard University showing that it lowers IQ. Oh, wow. um, so, you know, certainly we would like to remove that out of the water, and we do. And, uh, uh, you know, the districts are starting to realize that in some places and starting to cut down on the amounts they're adding or, you know, phasing it out entirely. So that's a good thing. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And then not to mention how these halogens, chlorine and fluoride, block the uptake of iodine into the thyroid and reduce thyroid function too. Yeah. And I heard it's also affects pineal gland, which is responsible for sleep and and uh, weight control and things like that. So it's it's definitely, you know, when there's so much question marks and so much potential issues, um, you know, you really have to be careful. Uh, even when you take a, a toothpaste, right, that has fluoride in it, there, there's a warning on the back that says to uh, call the poison control center if you swallow it. Yeah. And that should be already, uh, you know, a red flag for anybody who's concerned about that. Yeah. And so what do you think about bottled water, say even the premium waters like Fiji, for example? You know, uh, no matter how nice bottled water is, no matter how expensive, um, you don't know exactly 
where it's coming from or what was done to it. That's number one. And number two is it's most of the time it's put in plastic bottles. So the water can be perfect, right? It can be from a pristine spring. Uh, but once they put it in that plastic bottle, and the German studies have shown that there's thousands of petrochemicals and hormone disruptors that leach from the bottle plastic into that water. So essentially it's incubating in that plastic, you know, for months or weeks or what, you know, however long it's sitting in there, and then you're drinking it. So that's my concern with plastic bottles yeah. and also the, the waste and the expense. You know, it's a lot cheaper to filter the water. Yeah. And so what about contamination of groundwater? Say there's lots of springs in the United States like Arrowhead and uh, many other springs. Is there an issue with contamination of chemicals from companies that are dumping and uh, these chemicals get into the groundwater and then the, can that seep into the aquifers? That's a very good point, actually. Uh, it's certainly a possibility. You know, you probably know if they've been caught or not, if you've researched that. I know there's a lot of dumping going on in here in New York where we are. There's companies that have dumped uh, contaminants into the Hudson River. And, um, you know, so it happens. There's accidents. There's nuclear power plants that leak. There was uh, a leak a few years ago in the Pennsylvania nuclear power plant spilled right, uh, you know, spilled thousands of gallons of radioactive water in the river there. Yeah. So it's, you know, we, we've messed we've messed up our nature. And uh, so, yeah, there's definitely a possibility that this is going on. Okay. And so let's talk a little bit about your filters, the Pure Effects water filters. How sure. do they, these are the filters that I recommend to all my clients uh, because I use them at home. I think they're amazing. I also supplement, I drink spring water as well and from glass bottles. Mm -hmm. um, but, but I, I love the Pure Effects water filter as well. I, you know, I drink that as well. So how, how do your filters differ from the other water filters on the market? Can you explain what advantages your systems have compared to the common filtration options? Like, like let's start with reverse osmosis. Sure. Uh, that's the most common one, I think, right? That's usually what people go for when they really want to get a system or that's usually what's recommended. Um, the problem is, based on my research and experience with the different systems, is that uh, reverse osmosis was initially designed to um, to create water for industrial purposes like pharmaceutical manufacturing or electronic manufacturing where uh, deionized water or water without any ions, no minerals, no electrolytes, just pure H2O uh, was necessary. Uh, so there's no interference. Um, and so that kind of got passed on to drinking water. The problem is it indiscriminately filters out all the good stuff as well. So it'll take out the minerals and electrolytes. And what happens then is that your water now becomes acidic because it's missing its natural buffers like calcium and sodium, for example. And Acidic water is, is corrosive. It'll uh, react a lot more aggressively with things it comes in contact with. So uh, it'll pick up plastic, it'll pick up metals, you know, a lot easier. And so there's that aspect. And acidic water will also be less hydrating, according to some research I've seen. Um, and it can potentially pull minerals out of the body as well. 
Yeah, I can speak to the poor hydration aspect firsthand because I bought a water filter reverse osmosis thinking I was, uh, you know, getting the best water filter I could get, filtering out right. all the toxins because it gets all the toxins out. Right. But I literally uh, drank 10 glasses a day and I was still thirsty. Mm. And then I just, after a couple of weeks of that, it just dawned on me, something is wrong here. And I went and researched and uh, fi- found a lot of information that reverse osmosis water does not hydrate you as well. Yeah, there's a study done by World Health Organization researcher in the Czech Republic. It's actually on our uh, website on the Frequently Asked Questions page. It's question number two there. And uh, basically, he's saying that, you know, a lot of, there has been a lot of neglect as to the nutritious aspect of water. It's always been, you know, got to take everything out, got to clear it out, filter it, purify it. But we've forgotten to to add things or keep the natural balance. So our filters certainly factor that in so they don't remove those minerals um, and electrolytes. Um, in addition, uh, reverse osmosis also tends to be wasteful. So especially if you're living in California or if you're... Uh, you know, want to conserve water overall, uh, reverse osmosis will generally waste at least two times the amount of water it filters. Yeah. So if you want to f- create one gallon, you've just wasted two. Um, so that's also a negative aspect to, uh, to the RO system. Um, there's a few other things as well. The membrane is very thin and it can break. Um, and you may not know it until you do a water test. And you may have uh, impure water coming through because uh, those membranes are very delicate. So those are the major aspects I'm not too happy about with those type of systems. Yeah, because people only get them serviced maybe once a year. A lot of people probably lag and do it every 1.5 or 2 years and you might be drinking toxic water. Yeah, there was somebody, you know, I go on forums often and check what people write and, you know, what people are generally thinking and discussing. And there was a person who had a... Uh, reverse osmosis system and he used that to um to put that in his aquariums you know when he changed the water and one day he he did the change and the fish uh, died all his fish died and he didn't know what's wrong until he checked the the water and his his membrane broke Mm. so he was putting water in that's contaminated with disinfectants and and other things so until something like that happens you may not know where you just have to do a, a test every day to make sure it's not breaking through. Yeah. Oh, the poor fish. <laughs> yeah. You know, what, what can I say? You got to use pure effect. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about distilled water. Uh, this is a water that uh, many people drink to detox or, or whatnot. So tell us about some potential issues with uh, distilled water. Okay. Distilled water, it's uh, similar to reverse osmosis as far as, um, you know, it takes out the minerals because the minerals are too heavy. They don't, uh, they don't evaporate with the water vapor during the distillation. However, some, some volatile chemicals do. <laughs> there are certain VOCs uh, that are as light as air or lighter than air uh, or water, and they will rise with the vapor into the distilled chamber. So there's the risk of having that and also the, uh, the, the demineralization, which acidifies the water just like a reverse osmosis. And also, uh, you're wasting a lot of electricity. You know, if you're concerned about that, you're wasting electricity. And if there's no power, there's no distillation. So it's not fully reliable in case of power outages as well. 
And isn't it a hungry water? Can it rob minerals from your body because it has no minerals in it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Water is, is looking always to find uh, harmony. It's looking to equalize. Um, so that's why it'll absorb things into itself until it reaches, uh, you know, uh, fulfillment, so to speak, in, in, in nature. And, uh, you know, when it's empty, it's, it's going to react. It becomes acidic. And as you know, acidic acid or acidic things, they tend to corrode and to react with other things. So uh, water without minerals, I would certainly say that's not natural water. And I don't recommend uh, that type of water for drinking. Yeah, I don't either. Definitely not. So yeah. what about gravity-fed filters like the Berkey's and things mm. like that? What are some of the issues with the gravity-fed filters? Okay. Uh, yeah, those systems, you know, they, they're good for, in my opinion, they're good for emergencies or where you have no water coming out of the faucet or where you have a lot of time and you can wait for, for that water to drip down and filter uh, with the force of gravity. Um, the problem is they're limited to how much water can filter because they have a reservoir. And if you needed to make a, a big, uh, you know, pot of soup and make some tea and, you know, uh, you may not have enough. Or if you needed some filtered water quickly, you may not have it very quickly. You may have to wait an hour or two, you know, depending on, on the system you get. Um, but they're, they're good for emergencies and they're good for situations where uh, you need to pour water in externally where you don't have a water in a tap. Do they get out metals, heavy metals, and, and other things that we want to remove from water? Um, I, I believe some of them do. I don't think all of them do. It really depends on what type of cartridge they have in there. Um, you know, some of them may just have a carbon filter, which is usually not enough to remove the metals. Carbon is mainly for organic chemicals. Uh, if they have uh, some heavy metal reduction media, then they will. So it's, it really depends on what's in there. Okay, let's talk about carbon filters. What are, what are some of the issues with carbon filters? Because they don't get out a lot of uh, chemicals and things like that, correct? Uh, well, it depends. There's different types of carbon. Some of them are very low grade and, uh, you know, have a different pore structures that really not effective for uh, chemicals like volatile organics and, and uh, others that have a really small pore, uh, molecular size, I should say. Whereas a coconut shell carbon will do better than a coal-based carbon, you know. Uh, so there's really, you have to look at the type of carbon that's in the system. If the you know if you're just saying activated carbon, that can mean you know many different types of things. What type of activated carbon is it? If it's coconut shell, it'll remove uh, volatile chemicals well. Um, you know if it's uh, coal based, it may remove uh, other things well. Uh, if it's wood based, it may deal with chloramine better. So it really depends. Our system has uh, all three types. Our um, the three chamber units that we offer. They have all three types of carbon to catch all the different, you know, range of uh, chemical molecules out there. So we achieved the uh, uh, macro, meso, and micro pore structures. So big, smaller, and tiny uh, to catch those molecules. And also it is catalytic grade, meaning that uh, the carbon is specially processed to speed up the uh, decomposition of chemicals when it comes in contact with them. So, for example, chloramine, uh, which is chlorine and ammonia, it's a new type. Well, it's not new, but it's more often being used now as disinfection. Uh, chloramine cannot be removed uh, by regular carbons. It doesn't matter if it's coconut shell or wood-based or coal-based. It needs to be catalytic carbon. 
needs to be special grade. And all three of the carbons in our system are, are catalytic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I have to say, I really love your filter. I think the water tastes great coming out of it. And you seem like you've really covered all your bases. Cause when I was shopping around for a water filter originally, you know, many, many years ago, you'd find a filter and it would get out a lot of things, but then it wouldn't do fluoride. And then you'd get a filter and it, it wouldn't filter heavy metals, but it'd do chemicals. And, and yours also uh, filters radiation as well, correct? Yeah, wide spectrum, both positive and negative uh, charged ions. So, um, yeah, it's, it addresses those contaminants as well. So, how did you how did you decide to uh, add a filtration system that filtered out radiation? Uh, that idea came after Fukushima. Uh. Uh, I saw what happened in Japan, and uh, I just so happened to come across a unique mineral that it's called a zeolite. And I saw its properties and I saw its uses. Uh, you know, they used it in Chernobyl. Uh, they used it in the Three Mile Island in the United States. And they're using it now in Fukushima. Uh, so it has a, a strong history of being very effective for removing, uh, in particular, cesium and strontium radioisotopes and some others. And uh, we've uh, secured a uh, food grade, specially processed zeolite. That has been cleansed of all the impurities. It's actually double cleansed. And uh, we've put it into the system. So now you have uh, the power to filter out uh, radiation out of your water in case it's in there. In some places, it's, it's there. Especially well water can, can contain different types of uh, radioisotopes. Yeah, I love that. I have my clients take zeolite as well because yeah, yeah. I take it. It's a wonderful way to grab onto metals and take them out of your body. And I didn't realize it also took out radioactive. Uh, yeah, certain types of radiation, not not all. So yeah, uh, yeah, it, it, it's very, it's an amazing mineral. I'm sure you know, and uh, it has that uh, pore structure that allows it to catch many different things, pesticides as well, and it's just an amazing substance. So, what are some of the other components that you have on your water filters? Uh, you mean as far as the media inside or yeah. the technical uh, features? Yeah, the, the medium inside. Like what is, what is the medium and what does it filter out? Okay, well, uh, I mentioned the three catalytic carbons, three different types. Uh, those address all the different chemicals uh, as far as the organic and synthetic chemicals. Uh, we also have the zeolite, which takes out radiation and heavy metals. And we also have uh, special uh fluorsorb media, which is a carbon and calcium-based media to absorb the fluoride. And we don't use alumina. There's uh, some companies that use activated alumina, which is basically an oxidized form of aluminum. So we don't use that. Um, and we also have some uh, natural calcium in the system as well to uh, neutralize any acids and gently raise pH. And do you also have a, a revitalizer attached to it as well? Does that restructure the water? Well, the restructuring happens as it passes through all this media. And so the water naturally, as it passes through the zeolite, through the KDF, through the calcium, it actually uh, becomes revitalized because it's uh, you've taken out the interfering chemicals. You've added some negative electrons, which uh, come from the KDF 55, and that neutralizes the um, the positive charge in the water, which which is the oxidizing element. And uh, you also added calcium, which raises the pH. So between all those factors combined, that's what we mean by uh, revitalization. So you, the water tastes real, it tastes awake, it tastes alive. 
um, as you mentioned, you're enjoying the taste. So that's that's the result of all these things working in synergy. And your filter also uses a, a KDF medium. Um, yes. Can you talk about, a little bit about what that is for? And it's commonly thought that that can promote copper toxicity in the body. Um, mm -hmm. Many think that because a KDF medium is made with a copper alloy, that mm -hmm. that will cause it to leach copper into the body. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah, I've certainly heard about that. I've seen people uh, concerned about this. And we've actually went ahead and done an independent test um, to see the output water from our system versus the tap water. And, uh, you know, the tap water naturally contained uh, 0.03 milligrams a liter of copper. Uh, after passing through our system and uh, the KDF, uh, the result came to non-detectable. So there was actually less copper. There was no copper after the water went through our system. Um, so there's no leaching. If there was leaching, the test would have showed that. The copper would have increased. And this was a highly sensitive test. Um, also, KDF works in a way that it, it shouldn't leach any copper because it creates a connection with zinc and it's bonded with zinc, kind of like a magnet. And uh, the very purpose of KDF is to remove copper. It's like a magnet. Uh, when you combine those two elements together, it creates an electrochemical reaction and kind of works like a magnet. It actually pulls copper out of the water. So uh, based on my research and based on the, uh, the testing we've done, I have absolutely no uh, concern about any copper uh, leaching. Okay. Yeah, good. Because that's a big concern with people. I've had a few readers email me like, doesn't KDF leak copper and whatnot? Yes. <laughs> and I, <laughs> well, I, that's I, a valid concern because there is <laughs> copper in there, but it, chemically it's bonded with zinc. So, And we've done testing to confirm there's no leaching. And in case uh, your listeners would like some more reassurance on that, uh, we've placed the layer of zeolite after the KDF media. And as you know, zeolite removes heavy metals. Yeah. So if there was any leaching or people are concerned about that, the zeolite would pick that up after the KDF. There would be no, no copper leaching at all. Because zeolites grab copper as well, correct? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, so can you talk about any other features of your water filter compared to other systems? Okay. Uh, well, you know, uh, ionize, water ionizers tend to be... Uh, Another big subject people are looking into. They're very expensive, and uh, there's a lot of claims, you know, claims to fame that they're, uh, you know, doing magical things and restoring people's health. And sure, that can be the case in some in some people. Um, personally, I think it's because of a placebo effect. Yeah, maybe they're just drinking more water with our new maybe expensive water, water machine. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, but those machines, they shouldn't really be classified um, as filters, although people do classify them that way. Uh, they have a very small filter typically inside. Their main purpose is to artificially alkalize the water, meaning that there's a, a reaction. I'm not an expert in ionizers, but I've, I've learned a little bit. Is There's a reaction that occurs with the metal plates inside and electricity. And it generates, it concentrates the ions, so it raises that uh, alkaline pH forcefully. And um, you know, that's there's been some some issues. Uh, there's been some research showing that it's actually not good for your health, and that it can be worse long term. And uh, as far as having a little filter, it's you know, it, it's not going to have enough filtration power to take out all these different uh, contaminants like radiation, uh, fluoride in many cases, and 
and others. Or if it does, it's going to be very limited in the capacity because most of the room in that system is taken up by the technology and the metal plates. Um, not to mention, you know, it's sometimes a couple of thousand dollars for a unit. Yeah, the price point makes no sense to me whatsoever because unless you have multiple filtration systems going on, there is no point. Because the whole yeah. point of having a water machine is to filter out all these uh, horrible chemicals and toxins and things that are interfering in our health. Yeah, we've had a uh, we've had some uh, naturopathic doctors uh, uh, call us and purchase our systems. Uh, they already had these ionizers. And they said, well, I'm looking for a good filter. <laughs> so they, what they did is they actually, because they spent so much money, they connected the, our system, uh, the output from our filter, to the input of their ionizer. So they're cleaning the water with our unit. And yeah. then the <laughs> ionizer, um, because it's not, it's not enough. And some people just entirely uh, you know, replace their ionizers after they've read some research online. And they're not uh, feeling comfortable about that technology anymore. Um, so, yeah, they're not very good filters, and there's questionable signs behind its uh, health effects. And so can you talk a little bit about a whole home filtration system? Because this makes perfect sense to me because I know a lot of people that, uh, and this used to be myself, where they'll be drinking this very healthy water. They have a water filtration system for their you know, kitchen tap or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But then they're showering and bathing every day and this water that's filled with toxic chemicals and fluoride and chlorine and it absorbs through your skin so can you talk a little bit about the issues with that and how people can benefit from a whole home filter sure yeah it's uh, that's one thing some people may may oversee overlook is that um you know when you're in the in the bath and when you're in the shower uh, the skin does absorb uh you know i haven't done the research how much i've seen there's been studies and, and some other facts online, different parts of the skin absorb different quantities of contaminants. Um, another thing is that the vapor, you know, when you're in a shower, the water's hot or, or very warm and it's, uh, some chemicals evaporate at that point. Chlorine can turn into a gas and some other volatile chemicals can, can evaporate into the water. And so you're breathing that while you're taking a shower and you're breathing that while you're doing the dishes because that water, you know, that, uh, steam or that uh, uh, water vapor is going in your face, uh, or if your dishwasher is working, that vapor coming out of it, that steam is going into your home. Um, so certainly, you know, that's, that's not a toxic-free home if you don't have those sources of water uh, covered. Um, yeah, because if you're breathing, if you smell chlorine, guess what? You're breathing it into your nose. Because um, I've gone to some people's homes and are taking a shower or what have whatnot, and the, the the smell of chlorine is just bowls me over. It's just so strong. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know it stays on your skin. It damages your hair. It dries your skin. Um, that's just chlorine. You also have other things you can't smell and taste that are, affect your hair and skin negatively potentially. So uh, I'm not going to give any health advice, but who knows? Maybe it's uh, maybe hair loss can happen more. Uh, if you have those type of uh, noxious chemicals on your skin. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about well water, uh, because I have a Mm -hmm. lot of clients that they they have their little well and they think that they've got this pure, fresh water. Um, But I find that a lot of them have manganese and iron toxicity and other heavy metals, uh, very, very toxic, at very toxic levels from Mm -hmm. their well. Can you talk a little bit about that and why, if anyone has a well, they need to get a well water filter that, that you provide? 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's well water is typically a lot more nutritious than city water because of all the micro elements and nutrients that are naturally occurring. Uh, however, uh, you know, there are contaminants that seep into that and get into that. Some of them are naturally occurring, like radon uh, or uranium. Um, and others are man-made, like if you're living by a farm and you have uh, pesticides and herbicides that are being used uh, in the agricultural area, those can run off uh, into the water and seep into the wells. Um, you know, if you're living by a nuclear power plant, who knows what's getting in, in there from that. Uh, you know, there's all types of, you know, water is dynamic. It's a universal lubricant that absorbs whatever it comes in contact with in our environments polluted. So uh, although well water is more nutritious generally than city water, it's also open to uh, contamination and also bacteria as well. Bacteria tend to, uh, like uh, E. coli and coliform bacteria, uh, tend to be prevalent in, in well, uh, well waters. Uh, so our well water system is specifically designed to, uh, to target uh, the most common well water contaminants that I just mentioned. And it doesn't take out the good stuff. It doesn't take out the minerals uh, or the sodium or the uh, electrolytes, potassium, magnesium. Uh, but it protects you from the stuff that doesn't belong. Yeah, and if you clients, listen, or, or listeners um, out there, if you're drinking well water, then you really need to be concerned about potential iron toxicity, which causes a lot of inflammation in the body, manganese toxicity, which interferes in copper metabolism, and that will cause metabolic issues and potentially weight gain issues down the road. Um, you, you cannot have happy, uh, healthy copper regulation in your body if you have manganese toxicity. And I see manganese toxicity with almost every single person that drinks from a well, even mm. if it's filtered. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Too much of a good thing is, is not good either. <laughs> yeah. So that's something to be concerned about. If you're drinking well water, it's time to get a hair test <laughs> just to see. Um, right. So right. let's talk about the the little pitcher filters that people like to use, like Brita and Pure filters um, that I, I know a lot of people are using thinking that, oh, they're drinking filtered water. <laughs> right. Uh, that's That can be uh, dangerous because... Although those type of systems are, I personally think they're entry-level uh, filters. That's the type of system you buy when all of a sudden you decide, you know, I need filtered water and uh, why not? You know, I'll spend 30 bucks or 40 bucks, I'll get a pitcher and, uh, you know, job's done. I'm finished. Solution's found, right? Yeah. Uh, the problem is once you start to dig deeper and you become more educated about uh, what's in the water and the different materials used, in the filter, in the basic filters, and you realize they're not doing much. They may just take out the uh, chlorine, some heavy metals. Uh, they're not taking out the fluoride. They're not taking out uh, the radiation. They may not take out, uh, you know, the wide range of chemicals, the disinfection byproducts like the NDMA from chloramine. So they're very basic entry-level filters. And I personally think the reason they're dangerous is because once you get them, you think that now you can drink lots of clean water and you start drinking more. And the problem is, you're, you know, you can be drinking more water that's still contaminated and doing yourself more harm in some cases. So um, I'd be careful about that and um, you know, certainly do, do your research. But as an entry-level filter, I guess it's better than drinking out of the tap, you know? Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to share about your PureFX filters? Uh, well, uh, you know, we're always innovating. Uh, we're always coming out with solutions that people uh, 
people seek and ask for. Uh, we're always following what's going on with water. Um, this is a first, first and foremost, a passion for clean water and then a business. Um, and we don't use any cheap parts. So you, you may see that your system is very well built, uh, Wendy, that the components are, are solid quality and, um, you know, it's, it's designed to last. And uh, it's not, you know, we, all the cartridges are manufactured in the USA. Uh, you know, the heart of the system, there's no, there's no uh, you know, inferior parts. So a lot of attention has gone into that as well. Uh, we have a two-year warranty on our systems, and we'll even help people beyond that reasonably because we take care of our customers. Um, you know, so this is basically a, you know, a product of love. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great product, and I, I love all the information that you have on your website about, about clean water. And, and I just have done so much research myself, and I can tell mm -hmm. you've just really covered all the bases, especially with the, the radiation filter. I think that's incredibly important um, because I have a lot of clients that do a hair analysis, especially on the West Coast, mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. have a lot of uranium in their hair. And a lot of practitioners think it's from Fukushima fallout. And the hair tests don't test cesium or other radioactive metals. But a lot of my clients have strontium as well, which is somewhat radioactive. And uh, I think that's a, a really important thing to filter out of the water. Yeah. I mean, strontium and, and, and uh, uranium. Uh, yeah, strontium can be just metal. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's usually that's the main one from my research. It's coming from Fukushima is the strontium 90 and the cesium 134, 137. Um, and those are the, the ones the zeolite targets the most. Yeah. So that's the, the best thing for that. And uh, uranium is typically from well water. Um, I found there was a customer in New Hampshire recently who uh, purchased our system because he had uh, three times the EPA limit. Uh, he had 99 milligrams a liter of uh, uranium in his water. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So he he's crossed his fingers and said, I hope your system works. And uh you know, a couple of weeks later, after he's purchased it, I get another email from him, and uh, he sends me an updated report uh, from the water company that he used, and it's showing less than one. So the test was, you know, it couldn't detect how low it was, so it just said less than one. So it removed over 99% of the uranium for him, so we were very happy about that. Yeah, that's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, real life uh, example, real life test. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing what uh, what can be in water, and that is people just are not thinking about the water that they're drinking. They and I think it's so important that uh, people really start researching the, their water. You can do research at the you know you can look up on the internet and see what toxins are found in your tap water. Um, each city has a database where they see what, what toxins are in the water and they, they have to publish it. And the Los Angeles water, I think it has 30 different chemicals that they have found in the water. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, but the city is just not doing anything about it. <laughs> They're not required to. The yeah. law doesn't obligate them to. And, uh, you know, they don't have the funds, maybe a lot, you know, a lot of states are, are uh, going broke and uh, having budget problems. So the infrastructure is old. They don't have money to invest into that. So there's going to be issues. So the best thing, even if they were new, they still have to disinfect. They still have to add chemicals into your water that are mandated uh, just to process that water. So when it gets to you, it's, it's, it's processed water. It's not natural water. Yeah. Um, so the best way to handle that is to freshly filter that directly out of the tap.
Yeah. And what I always tell clients is that you, you just can't be healthy. You can't be healthy and you can't recover your health if you are drinking toxic water day in and day out. If you're going to restaurants that are using tap water in the soup, like you, you really have to think about all the water sources that you're ingesting. And you can tell if you've been drinking good filtered water and you go to a restaurant, you know, have a sip of their, uh, their table water, even some of the better restaurants, and you could tell it's not it's not filtered. You could smell and taste those chemical uh, aftertastes. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I don't get iced tea or anything like that at restaurants because it's made with tap water, it's toxic tap water. Even if they say it's filtered, I still don't trust it because I know it's probably some crappy filter. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, right? But yeah, it's. Uh, I always say no ice either. If somebody's gonna serve me, I make it a point to say no ice and. Uh, yeah, because that definitely ruins the the experience there. But yeah, I mean, it's this is a product that people, you know, we make a product that people, uh, you know, when they do a lot of research and they they become uh, aware and educated, uh, they can appreciate this. I think most people, uh, you know, that aren't aware, they may see that. Oh, you know, they may not understand it. You know. Uh, but what you're doing and what we're doing is we're trying to educate people. That's why I have so much information on, on, on our site is uh, so that way, you know, you don't just buy a filter, you understand what you're buying and why. And I see a lot of companies just hide a lot of the stuff and they don't explain all the different medias they use. And, and that always makes me wonder what's in there. Yeah, I've seen, uh, I've had a, a lot of clients send me emails. What do you think about this filter? What do you think about that filter? And I go to the website and it's this real flashy website mm-hmm. and there's just no information about what it filters or any kind of tests that are done on the water after it's been filtered. They're just really mm-hmm. flashy, you know, gimmicky marketed websites. Um, yeah. So that's why I really appreciate on your site. You, there's just a, a wealth of information on there. But can you tell me a, about some of the models of filters that you have? Because you've got um, sure. models that are, you know, countertop ones. Then you have like under sink ones. And then you have like the city water, city hole system and mm-hmm. the well water. Can you tell us a yeah. little bit about the, the different models? Sure. Yeah. We have a different range of system depending on the need. Uh, you know, our entry-level filter is uh, pretty comprehensive. It's, it was featured on Fox News, actually. And uh, this filter uh, contains the KDF, the zeolite, and catalytic carbon, along with some uh, uh, some natural calcium. It's a very good basic filter. So if you're not looking to filter fluoride, because some people think fluoride is good for you and you can't change their mind, or if you don't have fluoride in the water, um, and you just want a very basic filter and you're on a limited budget, this will be many times more effective than than a pitcher or a f- little faucet mount uh, filter. This is, uh, you know, uses our advanced technology in it. Um, that's, uh, you know, $139 for that. Now we can go up and look at our more advanced system, uh, you know, that has two chambers. And that one filters a, a much wider range of chemicals, filters Giardia. Uh, it's called our classic system. It filters uh, cryptosporidium. That's it's the cysts that survive disinfection. Uh, and then if you want to filter fluoride, that's uh, the next uh, level. Uh, that system has three chambers, and uh, it has all the features the other two have, plus the fluoride removal. And that one uh, has a whole chamber dedicated just to fluoride because uh, fluoride is pretty uh, pretty hard to remove, and you need to do it right. You need to have enough media. You need to have uh, the media placed in the right sequence, and also the flow rate has to be regulated. So our filters 
uh, regulate the flow rate so that water is not going through the system too fast, has enough time to filter. And so that's our best-selling model. It's called uh, the Pure Effect Ultra, and it filters uh, all those contaminants and fluoride. And it comes in, in both countertop and uh, under-counter uh, models, versions. And um, so if any, if any listeners want to get one of these filters, just click on the link below in the blog post, the corresponding blog post. Or if you're watching on YouTube, you can just click below in the description and you can uh, learn more about the water filters. Um, but Igor, I have a question I'd like to ask all of my guests. What do you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today? You know, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, that's a good question. Uh, I think all health uh, problems, with the exception of physical bruising and things like that, I think all health problems and diseases come from a lack of awareness um, about what you're doing in your life, what you're doing to your body. Um, I think lack of awareness and lack of wisdom is the most pressing health issue, if, if you put it globally like that. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think that a lot of people are you know, wandering around out there and not questioning what they're eating, not questioning what they're drinking, and just um, think miracles are going to happen with their health. And uh, you have to inquire and read labels and, you know, read books on health if you if you plan on living a disease-free life. Yeah, you have to be wise about what you're doing to yourself, I think, and uh, pay attention to, uh, to what you're eating and drinking, like you said, and uh, just do some research because there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, claim to, uh, to do good things and claim to have the best product. And you really have to look into it yourself and, and understand what it's made of and how it works. And, um, and I think a lot of it is a lot of people suffer. Uh, a lot of suffering comes from also uh, the mental aspect. Uh, a lot of fears, a lot of uh, worries, a lot of false beliefs. Um, so there's, you know, remember we're body and mind. And so I think that, um, you know, we have to watch what we put in our stomach, but also what we put into our mind, what we believe and what we embrace. Yes. Very good point. Very good point. <laughs> so I, I was big on that, actually. I, you know, I was into uh, spiritual uh, uh, self-realization. And so that's, that's a big part of, uh, of my principles as well. Oh, I love it. Well, Igor, thank you for sharing that. And thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity. It was uh, nice sharing all this with you and your listeners. Well, thank you so much. And listeners, also, I forgot, if you want to also learn more about uh, Pure Effect water filters, you can go to my store. I have all the filters in the store. Go to store.live2110.com, live2110.com, and you will find all the models in the store. I can learn more about them. And if you want to learn all about detoxification and the modern paleo diet, my version of paleo, and how to heal your health conditions naturally, go check out my site, live2110.com. And you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at I Will Live to 110. And also on the YouTube channel at Wendy Live to 110. And of course, I'm on all the social media, Instagram, Google Plus, Pinterest. I'm all over the place. You know, can't get, can't shake me. <laughs> <laughs> And thank you guys so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast.